You are tuned in to a new episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I am your host, Dr. Tim Apollocky. Today's episode is titled, Five Things to Quit. This is going to be a very quick episode. This is something more of a digest, something of a slow burn. So we want you to eat it, chew it, digest it, and enjoy it. These are five things that I researched for you guys to think about. And this could be for men or women, boy or girl. Five things to quit. Now. One. Stop trying to please everybody. This is something that I have done in my past. And I try to please people. I try to please my mom. Try to please my dad. And I try to please people that I was in relationships at those particular times. And one thing that I had to realize with that you can never please anyone you can never because if you're if you're pleasing that means they're satisfied so you have to please yourself first you have to take care of yourself first you have to be confident in yourself you have to make sure that you're together first because if you're not and you try to transcend that and you try to help someone else you will never be able to please them Two, fearing of change. Now, this is something that I despise, you know, fear, the fear of change, the fear of the future, fear of what could happen. And my thing was when I was coming up, I was scared. I was fearful. It was particular women in high school I wanted to talk to or just in life. Uh, one, I had a really crush on. Then later on, it was infatuation. L- later, I, I, I turned and I fell in love with her. And and I knew while I was in high school, we could have we made it. And I bump into her from time to time. And I still haven't. You know, told her 25 years later and it kind of hurts when I see her because I have that what if uh, philosophy. Uh, Also fearing I have to go back to about 95. I was working at a grocery store called Sunfresh in the Midwest. It was 1995. And a thought had occurred to me. God had put it in my mind that to buy 10 shares of Microsoft. Now, 1995, I didn't have no debt. I wasn't paying any, you know, rent or anything like that. Um, I was still staying at home with my mother. Uh, I was a junior in high school. 
So, I mean, obviously my mom had me pay a few bills, but I wasn't paying rent. You know what I'm saying? So, 10 shares of Microsoft stock. What my mother said was, don't waste your money to buy those stocks. Well, at the time, I didn't didn't know anybody who would help me or assist me in buying stocks. Then also, I was not 18, so I just couldn't. But just think, back in 1995, for me to buy 10 shares, I can't remember how much it was. It wasn't that much, like either $50 or $60 a share. But 10 shares. So if I would have bought 10 shares of Microsoft stock back in 1995, and now it is 2019, okay? So that's been, man, let's count the years. So, okay, so 1995 to 2005 was 10 years, okay? 2005 to 2010 would have been 20 years. 2015 will be 25 years. It's 19. 2019 now, so you add on another four. That have been 19 years that that stock would have grew and could have split, and I could have been a millionaire at least a couple of times over. And when I was able to get it. As I got a little older a few years later, the, the stock was a little bit still affordable, but it was still more than what it was. But the fear, I hate fear, everybody, because fear robs you. Fear paralyzes you. And what you have to understand is this. Sometimes you have times and seasons to go get something. And sometimes you have to go in the here and now to go get it. Because sometimes a lot of opportunities do not, that door is no longer open. And if you try to go back through the same door that was extended to you now versus five years from now, chances are that door is not going to be there. So you, you can't waste opportunities when they're presented to you. But then also in the same breath, you have to make your own opportunities sometimes too. Sometimes before you walk, you got to crawl, crawl. And number three, this is something that I also hate because I've also done this. But I also know a lot of people who do this. And I pray that my kids don't have to go through any of the five, but most definitely number three, living in the past. And what I mean by it is your past could have been a good past and maybe your present is not so good. So you you revert back. You think about how things used to be with a certain thing or, or, or place or person. But chances are times have changed the condition or the person, or the place, or the thing, living in the past, or you can have some traumatic experiences in your past 
that changed you and molded you and shaped you to who you are now. It could be for the positive or the negative. But the thing about it is, if you're living in the past, then you're not living in the present. And you most definitely are not going to your future because you're still living in your past. And you're not even living in your present. Your past is past. Your present is now. Your future is ahead of you. So if you're living in your past, you're not living in your present. So you're not preparing for your future. Okay. Four. Putting yourself down. Now this is something I've done for years. Years. By putting yourself down. What is it? What is it? Do for you. It hurts you. It paralyzes you. It attacks your self-esteem. You put yourself in almost a state of paralysis. So. What's the point in putting yourself down? If you made a mistake yesterday, so what? The past is the past. You can't do anything about it. If you make a mistake today, so what? Today's almost over. Today will be over in a couple of hours. But tomorrow is a new day. Every day above ground is a new day and a new chance to be great. And you have to have the mindset of, I am a great person. I am a conqueror. I will achieve what I set my mind to do. It starts first in your mind. Okay. And number five, we've all done it or we've been around people who still do this one. And it's called overthinking. And so... When a person overthinks, they miss the mark because they overanalyze things. And sometimes it's kind of far-fetched and it's out of the box. And sometimes we live in that space. And when you overthink something, you got to be careful with overthinking it because it will actually easily take you out of a state of to a different reality that's not plausible for you to obtain. So sometimes when you over, I'm not saying don't think about things because sometimes before you make major moves in your life, you have to do this, but don't overthink things. If it's something that you, you can't decide on, give it time, if you give it time. Sometimes you got to wait, pray, meditate, think about it. If you have to get with a confidant, someone you trust or a mutual party. That can give you good advice. That's not going to hurt you. But basically, I mean, in a malicious way. But someone that can be open and honest with you and straightforward with you. So we have to. It's very important. Try not to overthink things. And these are five things to quit now. If you don't believe in yourself, and at some point, I pray that everyone who's listening to this podcast now or in the future, I pray that if you have to do with any of these issues, that you will conquer and kill them all. And if you don't believe in yourself, 
believe in God. Talk to you soon, and I'm out. You are tuned into a new episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I am your host, Dr. Tim Apollocky. Hopefully everybody is having a good weekend. Today's episode topic is do not put your trust into man. They will always disappoint you. Okay. Have you ever lived your life and you was always the dependable person? It didn't matter if it was in the relationship. It doesn't matter if it's your family. And it does not matter if it's your friends or your workplace. You're always the go-to when things get rough, things get rocky. People call you for advice. Sometimes to air out their concerns. Sometimes it's their laundry, wherever the case might be. But there's not always I'm going to get through this one. Y'all, I'm going to get through this one. It's like it isn't always... The sun doesn't always shine. Uh, shine you know what I mean? Uh, sometimes rain must fall. And so, sometimes... It's your turn to receive help. It's your turn to get good advice or instruction or, or encouragement or direction or however it is you want to do. But it seems like... When it's your turn and you're at your moment's weakest, in most cases, you don't have anyone that you can run to, go to. But the ones that are around, the ones you can't trust, and you know you can't trust, so you kind of hold it. And then it seems like when it comes to certain seasons, certain cycles, people are in your life, some go in, some go out, some leave, some return, but at some point, you're like, hey, when is someone going to be there for me? Uh, sometimes you have some people that they, they're just busy in life, and when you call them, they're there. You would love to spend more time with them, but for some reason, times are just not lining up. You may not talk to them as much as you want to or need to, but when it when it comes down and you give them a call, you shoot them out a little text, they'll come back and they're there for you. Uh, to me, I had hard problems with that, but at the end of the day, if someone takes time out of their personal schedule to make sure that you're okay, they care about you, they really love you. Sometimes we cry out for help. Sometimes it's out loud where everybody can hear it. Sometimes we, we cry silent, silently. So when, you, when you're crying out loudly, pretty much everybody can hear it. But when you're crying silently and you you don't really tell anybody, 
that's where the problem comes in at because your head starts playing with you, start playing mind games with you. Sometimes your mind does play with you, but then sometimes it's also true. So my thing is this, when it comes to yourself, every day become the very best person that you can entirely be. It could be mental, it could be spiritual or physical. But at the end of the day, all three are linked. So you can't work one without the other. You can't work the physical and not the mind. The mind has to follow. The body has to follow. The spirit has to follow. So think about this. Don't be so concerned what people are doing in their life and they're not doing anything positive or they're not trying to build you if they're not for you they're most definitely against you you might say bro hey Jim how do you know when a person is truly there for you and a truly person is against you well, a lot of times you won't notice that right off hand. But I will say this. When, when things are going good for you, it's kind of hard to tell who's really there for you. But when things go bad or things go south, then that's when you really can tell who's really for you and who's really against you. Someone they really is in your corner, they really loves you, got your back. They're there in the good times and the bad times. And in the moments that you need them the most, they're there. Sometimes it's a call. Sometimes it's a text. Sometimes they show up on you. And it just comes to a point, I understand, that some people say, you know, the Bible says, well, you got to forgive them and all that kind of stuff. I understand that to a certain connotation, but... If someone is, this is where I disagree with the Bible, and you know, is this: if someone is mistreating you, you're supposed to, to forgive them. Not saying not to, but if they continuously do it, that means that is a cycle, and most likely it's a cycle of violence. A cycle of violence can be mental, spiritual, or physical. I'm not gonna say one's more than the other at this point. I mean, I could do that, but that would be going into a wholly, entirely different show. Like I told a friend the other day, he's kind of spinning his wheels, and I told him, I said, hey, you can't expect anything different if you keep doing the same thing. He was like, what do you mean? I said, if you're still doing the same stuff, how do you expect different results? Everything goes in cycles. Everything goes in seasons. You know, if, if a person's in their 40s or their 50s, you know, your body has limitations that it didn't have when you was in your teens or your 20s. You're older, you move a little slower, you know. It's just like summer. Summer is fastly, fastly winding down. It seems like this year, time, time daylight is, 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 is leaving real soon. It's like we're losing 
like 10, 15 minutes per day. And generally in most cases, that generally doesn't start happening until about September, October in the state that it's going. And so what I'm saying is this, like I told my friend last week, he was in the hospital the week before. He had a blood clot in his legs and his lungs. And only by the grace of God, with different people praying for him and being there for him, that he's even alive today. And I told him, don't worry about if you lose lose a house or apartment. Those are things that you can always get back. Don't worry about if you lose a car. You can always get another car. Don't worry about if you lose a job. You can always get another one. Don't worry about if you lose money. You can always make more or get some more. But it's one thing that is valuable besides your health that you cannot get back. And that's basically very important to us all that's on this planet. The ones that came came before us, that went on over to the other side, the people that are here, the people that's behind us, and the people who have yet to be born into this place that we call Earth. And that is your time. Don't allow anyone to waste your time. I'm going to say it again. Don't allow a man or a woman to waste your time. The problem is when you allow someone to waste your time is you can be in relationships, whatever it might be. You cannot get that time back. You can't buy it back. It's not like it's a timeshare. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a whole different philosophy. You know, when you buy a timeshare, it means you go anywhere in the world, pretty much you have a place to stay and you vac- vacation, but it's not yours. Okay? You can use it this week. I possibly could use the same place the following week. Someone else can use it the following week after that. Problem is, it's a timeshare. You're sharing time. But the thing about it is, when it's your time, you can't allow anyone to waste it. And I have personally allowed people to waste my time. Either because they were attached to me, they was connected to me, by some safe form of fashion but the fact is when I look at that what happened I'm like oh my god as I'm growing as a person and I'm a little older I'm like oh my god I can't believe that I used to hang out with this person or hey I can't believe that I slept with this this chick over here over there you know I can't believe I wasted my time at this particular job or I can't believe that I stayed in this particular profession so many years. So I did security for 18 years. If I was on a job for 18 years, I could give them two more years plus my plus my age and I could retire and then go out and go get another job and work another 15 or 20 years and have two two retirement checks, you know. Uh, part of the reason why I haven't really been consistent on doing shows because I saw that the numbers have failed. So I've said that before, it kind of discouraged me. But the only difference is now is even if one person listens to the show, I'm gonna do the show 
the only difference is I've been working on my book um, it's, it's vastly now coming to life I'm excited it's called Pimps in a Pulpit it's going to be scheduled for release later on this year uh, I'm pushing before uh, Christmas time somewhere around November it's August now uh, I'd like to give a special shout out to, to my editor Lauren which is out of Nigeria thank you I love you I respect you for being so boldly to take on my book to edit the book do the rewrites that it needed to happen and she took my words and she she enhanced them and I just wanna I just wanna say Lauren thank you I appreciate you for being patient with me of all the rewrites and you still kept my essence but before Lauren I had six other people who read my transcript to my book and said it was too edgy it was too it was too graphic and you needed to change this you needed to change that and I said no I'm not going to change it I will change the punctuation the spelling or the flow of it but I will not take the essence out because these are true life stories that is in this book uh, for legals uh, issues I have changed the names so I will let you guys know when it when when it gets produced, and it's real shortly. Uh, I'm getting with a graphic artist sometime this week to get a book cover for it. So I don't want you thinking, guys, that hey, I'm falling off the wagon because I'm not. But I'm working on getting my book out. Um, it took me a year and a half to write it I bullcrapped uh, four years prior to and I could say I regret that I waited those four and a half years which this year would have been five years to do it it could have been out but my thing is this I thank God that I have another chance to do it but I say this to say that's four years I can't get back I could have been doing other projects I have to hold off on the other projects and get this off the ground. So I'm also doing a comic book story that's going to be a spinoff of the podcast, Trapped in a Bubble. The name of the comic book is Trapped in a Bubble. And so later on, early 2020, we will have action figures to the storylines of the comic books. And so I have an art, another artist right now that is doing the comic book and he's going to base the action figures off the comic books and then also I'm helping my son do a spin-off comic book which I'll let him come on the show later on in the season later on in the third season the latter part of third season or I'll bring him back in season four because I plan on wrapping up season three of the show in September and taking like a week or two break and coming back and hitting it hard. Okay. So what I'm saying to you is if you have a heart or a passion to do something and God has given it to you to do, by all means start doing it. You don't know how much 
time that you have on this earth. If you have to remove your circle of people to get where you need to be, then so be it. Because if they're negative and they're just holding and they're just being anchors in your life, then guess what? They're no benefit to you anyway. They're just dead weight and you can't do what you need to do, okay? So I promise I will do more. And if you, whoever listens to this show and it helps you in any way, shape, form, or fashion, I ask you as a personal favor to me is tell you tell your friends or your, your colleagues about it if it helps you or if it encourages you tell them to tune in listen to the shows i look at the numbers i look at the numbers and the more numbers i get the more content i will put put out so season four is coming up the show is going to kind of kind of change a little bit. I'm not going to be doing some more personal uh, things and I'm not going to be doing too much social things. Not unless it's just something that's just too big out there to where I just had to put it on. Then I will. But season four is going to be more so geared towards uh, interviews with people. So I'm getting I'm getting some guest people and they're going to be on the show so season 4 is going to be a different type of flow of the show so I'm just letting everyone know now that it's going to be a different change different floor for season 4 now when we return for season 5 then we'll kind of mix it up a little bit so I pretty much came to the conclusion that I'm going to go ahead and do seven seasons of Trapped in a Bubble. We're currently in three, okay? We're in three and a half seasons. So that means I have four and a half seasons to go. Now, if I see that the ratings go up higher, 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 then I would continue it beyond seven. But I got to have the numbers because I take time to research. I take time to talk to people and get a little bit of what they want to say. And I write it down. So then I try to throw a different spin on it and still give out the information to you with my interactions with them, but not changing the essence of what he or she, he or her would say. Sorry, got kind of tongue twisted. I have to remember that English is my second language. So I, I apologize, everyone. It's never too late to be great. It's never too late. If you have a passion, you have a heart to do something, no one can put that in yourself for God and start. You you didn't always knew how to walk. You didn't always know how to run. First, you had to crawl first before anything became into the real world to where it's tangible to where we can physically touch it. First, it had to exist in the mind. Then someone had to take a pencil or a pen and to draw it out. Now later, since we're in the 21st century, we have 3D designs, 3D graphics that can automate the programs a lot faster. 
of the, the, the and then someone had to build a prototype for it and the physical to test to see will it work will it not work or what basically what would be the the point i'm trying to make is this a lot of things first exist up up, up in here in our mind our mind space so like i like to tell you guys and girls often if you don't believe in yourself believe in god that has always been in most cases my closing but we might have to change that in season four so that's what i'm saying ladies and gentlemen season four you're gonna have a lot of surprises so stay tuned stay tuned if you are trapped in a bubble listener if you're trapped in a bubble fan most definitely stay tuned talk to you guys soon god bless everyone hopefully everybody's have a happy and blessed week and god willing i'll talk to you soon and if you don't believe in yourself believe in god love you guys and i'm out of here